0: As the season comes each and every year, we are called upon by the Lord to meditate upon the gospel truth of the incarnation of Jesus. And we have sought to do that this month in our preaching ministry and in our thinking about Jesus and his birth. As I was thinking about what we might meditate upon tonight, I thought about the expression, which is very familiar to us, this, that, and the other thing. You're all familiar with that expression? As I thought about that, I thought about a number of passages that give something similar to that expression, but a little different. I call it this, that, and so that. It's the this, the that, and the so that of the gospel. And there is a common element in many passages that speak about the this of revelation, the that of instrumentation, and the so that of the implication of the gospel. Let me show you what I mean. Turn in your Bibles to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. This might be a meditative thought that you can carry long after we're through tonight celebrating this birth of our Savior, many years removed, by thinking of this concept of this, that, and so that. It's very, very clear, very, very wonderful as we think through the issue of the gospel in 1 John chapter 4. Look at verse 9. In this, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us that God sent His only Son into the world so that we might live through Him. You see in verse 9, the this, in this, the love of God was made manifest among us. And then the that. That God sent His only Son into the world. And then the so that. So that we might live through Him. What's the this? Well, it's the revelation of the character of God. It is the revealing through the pages of our Bibles, the love of God. In this, the revelation of the character of God, the love of God, was made manifest among us. In other words, there was something that the God of the universe wanted to reveal about himself. And what he wanted to reveal about himself was his love for mankind. That's where it begins. The revelation of the character of God by our privilege, the inestimable privilege of seeing the love of God in action. That's the this. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us. However, if that's all we knew, we really wouldn't understand what this is referring to. Yes, it's revealing the love of God, but in what way? How? What is the instrumentation that drives the vehicle of a revelation? Well, the this is that. The middle part of verse 9. That God sent his only son into the world. The this of the first part of verse 9, the revelation of the character, namely the love of God, is seen through the vehicle, the instrumentality of bringing that love into the world through the death of God's Son, that God sent his only Son into the world. In other words, John says this. If you want to know how God has revealed himself in the magnificent expression of his love, here it is. That God sent his only son into the world. That's the expression of the love of God. God did not, God would not, God cannot more and truly and ably and capably manifest the revelation of his love to the world except in the sending of his Son to that world. The ultimate expression. He couldn't, he wouldn't, he most capably, most ably, most perfectly manifested the love of God, the revealing of His love through the instrument of the cross. That's the that of the this. This God who loved mankind expressed that love with a that. And that expression of love, that vehicle that communicates that love to the world, is the sending of His own Son into that wicked world. Now, if that's all there was, you and I might muse by saying something like this. Well, that certainly does express the love of God, and that certainly is something that God sacrificed from Himself, sending His Son into the world, and that's something that does reveal interestingly, maybe even in some sense compellingly, the love of God. But how does it relate to me? How does it apply to me? Or we might say, what are the implications for me? The revelation of God through the instrumentation of God sending his son into the world has a very definite implication, and here it is. The latter part of verse 9. So that we might live through Him. Did you realize that even though you might be living in this world now, that is having a pulse, that is having a heartbeat, that is physically alive but spiritually dead. Because if you aren't a Christian, if you don't know Jesus Christ Personally, if you haven't been so overwhelmed by this love of God expressed in the cross of Christ, then you might be physically alive, but you're not spiritually alive. Because, as John says, God sent his only Son into the world so that, or for the purpose that, we might live through Him. In other words, you only really live when you come to know Jesus. When you understand His birth, that He was the King who has come to die. When you understand that it is Jesus Christ, not just the babe in a manger, but the man upon the cross. The revelation of the love of God was seen in the sacrifice of Christ upon the cross, which was the vehicle by God that expressed that love so that if you and I believe in Jesus, believe in His birth, righteous life, death, and resurrection, we might live through Him. That's a marvelous implication. It's the greatest implication of living far beyond physical existence, far beyond the opportunity for you to have a heartbeat, far beyond anybody who has physically a pulse, who is breathing, who is walking upon this earth. But far beyond the privilege of being physically here is the opportunity for you and for me to live through Jesus Christ. It's the this and the that and the so that." Do you want to see another one? John 3:16. John 3:16. This is almost the same kind of this, that and the so that. John 3:16. For God so loved the world. That's the this, isn't it? That he gave his only son. There's the that. So that or that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. That's almost a perfect parallel of 1 John 4, 9, isn't it? The this is. The love of God, the that that He gave His only Son, so that by believing in Jesus you would have everlasting life. This is this is wonderful. This is great news. This is this is the gospel worked out through a this, a that, and a so that you and I have seen the love of God in action. And we see the love of God in action, the revelation of His love, the very revealing of it in the cross of Jesus, that God would so love us that He gave us His only Son so that by believing in Him, we would have everlasting life. Bow your heads with me. In a moment, we're going to think of Jesus as the light of the world in our candlelight service. And when we think of this light, Jesus himself, he's the very light of revelation. Revelation. And the instrumentation, the vehicle that that reveals that light is his cross. And the very instrumentation that brings us that revelation has a very definite implication. And the implication is, if we believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and if we believe in him, His death, His burial, His resurrection. We are granted eternal life. What a grand implication. The grandest implication of them all. But it is also true that to deny the revelation of God and His love by dismissing the vehicle that has brought that revelation, the cross of Jesus, brings a very sad implication. And that is, instead of eternal life, eternal death, separation from God, judged by God. Lord, we pray on this very season of year that... Christians regularly celebrate the birth of Jesus. We thank you that he is the light of the world. That light so shines that it reveals through its brightness our sin. And because it reveals through its brightness the darkness of our lives, We desire to confess that we are darkness and that He is the light of the world. And We ask You, dear Father, that if there is anyone here who has never acknowledged the light of life, the light that comes into the world, Jesus Christ, That you would shine your gospel light upon their darkened soul. Cause them to be enlightened. To come through faith to Jesus and to acknowledge their sin. And to place no confidence in themselves or anything else. But to place complete trust and confidence in Christ alone so that we might ourselves be lights in this world shining in a dark place. May everyone here believe that Jesus is the light of the world and that He reveals the Father's love so that believing in Him We might have life in his name. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.